Raise your voice one more time and just celebrate God this morning. Raise your voice, celebrate Him for what He has said to give to you. It's your covenant day of settlement. God is settling you finally today. Raise your voice and mention that area of unsettlement. That area of unsettlement about your health, about your children, about your career, about your marital life, about your destiny, about your sibling. That area of concern, that area upsetting you, mention it to God right now. Father, I am here for my settlement. I am here for timely settlement. I am here for on-time settlement. I am here for permanent settlement. I am here for irreversible settlement. Father, by your settled war, by your settled war, reach out to me today. I must live here with my testimonies of settlement. Thank you, mighty Father. Blessed be your name, mighty God. In the name of Jesus the Christ. Father, we thank you. I ask right now that your settled world will settle everyone in every unsettled area. Amen. And take all the glory, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you are there, shout a stronger Amen. Amen. Your hands together for Jesus and please be seated. It's my joy and privilege to welcome each one of us into this great service, the fourth service today, on this our covenant day of settlement. Today, heavens will settle you. Amen. Today, somebody's running elter scatter on any subject of life is finally over today. Amen. Oh, I thought you were catching it with a stronger amen. amen. Our teaching. Today, in all Winners Chapel globally, is captioned understanding what is unique about this church. Understanding what is unique about the Winners family. Understanding what is unique about the Living Faith Church worldwide. I'd like us to know that God has appointed cities of refuge scattered across the globe. And this church is one of such ordained and appointed cities of refuge. Whatever God did in Bible days, he's still doing it in our contemporary times if you believe him for it. He said, I am the Lord, I change not. Whatever you see me do in Bible days or whatever you see me do that you like, in the lives of others, even in contemporary times, you can stretch out your faith to receive it. It will duplicate it. Understanding what is unique about this church. And that this teaching is so crucial because you can be in this place and not partake of the virtues and values here if you don't know or understand what is available. Jacob said, surely the Lord is in this place and I knew it not. But when he awake out of sleep, it was not physical sleep, he's talking about spiritual sleep. When he awake out of his spiritual slumber, he said, now I know this is no other place than the gate of heaven. That it is possible, by reason of your encounter in a particular place, 
to be leaving heaven on earth. Some are waiting to die and get to heaven before enjoying heaven. But the scriptures make a provision that the children of God who have understanding of God's provision, you can be enjoy, you can import heaven to planet earth. The things that happen in heaven, you can have the foretaste of heaven before you get to heaven. Where everything around you is heavenly. Heavenly wisdom. Heavenly strength. Heavenly joy. No curse, no pain. No begging, no lack. That's your new realm from now. That is only possible by knowledge. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3. That God has given to us all things that makes for life and godliness through the knowledge. Say me through the knowledge. If you are not aware of what God has made available to make life comfortable for you, then you cannot partake of it. He said, My people are destroyed not because Satan is stronger, but because they lack knowledge. He said, Those who know their God. They shall be strong. They will not be weak. And they shall do exploit. They will be commanding enviable heights in every pursuit of life. So, the knowledge of this church is important. The testimonies you are hearing, they are proved because only fools that proves. Jesus said, you may not believe what I'm saying, but believe the works. Believe the works. The works authenticate what I'm saying. This church, this commission, we have too many proofs that this is a God-ordained city of refuge. That is, no matter what is pursuing anyone for evil, for hurt, for sorrow, to destroy or to kill, when you run into this church, you have run, you have run into ark of safety. You have run into ark of rescue. Just as the ark of Noah rescued Noah from the destruction of his days. So, if you are a member of this church, understand what I'm saying. You are not permitted to suffer what people outside this city, what they are suffering, you are not permitted. Your case is always different. Say, my case will always be different. Because I'm a worshiper of God in this house. Now look at it in the book of Numbers. Because something is turning in your favor today. Or oh, if you are there, shout a stronger yet. Amen. Numbers chapter 11. Numbers chapter 11. Sorry, Numbers 35, verse 11 and 12. Numbers 35, verse 11. He said, Then shall ye appoint you cities. To be cities of refuge for you, for your sake, for your benefit, that the slayer may flee thither, which killeth any person at unawares. Maybe somebody committed murder mistakenly or erroneously, or by whatever means. he has done what is wrong, and the avenger is pursuing the manslayer, the person who has committed murder, to kill him. To make life miserable. 
But if that manslayer who has committed murder run into one of the appointed cities of refuge, he said he shall be rescued. He shall be delivered. The things pursuing him cannot catch him, cannot inflict the punishment upon him today. What am I saying? Whatever is doing wickedness, bringing sorrow, bringing pain, bringing affliction, bringing oppression to people outside there, the moment you identify and openly connect to the happenings in this church, they are not permitted to afflict you again. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying the stronger. Amen. Yeah. That knowledge is crucial. It is one of them. There are many of them, but this is one of such. One of such. In Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 13 and 14, there was a, there's an instruction. He said, take it to yourself that you do not offer your burnt offerings in every place. Not every place is your spiritual home. There are appointed spiritual home for every child of God. Not every place you see, not everywhere you see the right church is church. This place is not an ambition of a man. It's not a formation of a man. It's a product of a 18 hours heavenly vision. God told Abraham in Genesis 22 when he was to sacrifice Isaac. He said, go and sacrifice Isaac in one of the mountains which I will tell you of. Genesis 22 and verse 2. In one of the mountains. If Abraham had sacrificed Isaac in the wrong mountain, separate from Mount Moriah, there will be no encounter from heaven. He has sacrificed, he's worshipping, he's singing, he's serving there, but he's not in the place. He said, in one of the mountains, in one of the mountains. So everyone has a responsibility to identify his own mountain. And when you identify that mountain, stay there. Don't let any offense, don't let any misconduct of any man push you away. It's not man that brought you there. So don't let any man take you away from there. He said, hold fast that which you have. Lest another man take their crown. I have seen people change church because of offense. I have seen people say, hey, and I went there. I asked for 10 to give 10 naira welfare offering. They give 10 naira welfare. And I said, I'm not going to another church. Church is not a supermarket. You cannot decide where you worship. Just as you cannot decide and determine who your parents are. You never chose the country of your birth. Am I complicating at all? So, God said, I will appoint a place for my people. 2 Samuel chapter 7 verse 10. I, God, I am the one in charge. I will appoint a place. You, you are too small to appoint a place. You lack the capacity to determine your place of worship. I, God, I will appoint a place for my people. And when my people locate that place and stay there and connect with the ongoings there, he said, neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them. From today, every member of this city of refuge, the operations and activities of the agents of the wicked, they are over your life today. Amen. Oh, if you are there, shout a stronger amen. amen. That's God's plan. 
That's why God gave his servant the man. We have a clear mandate. Then now the hour has come to liberate the world from all oppressions of the devil through the preaching of the word of faith. And I am sending you, Oyedeko, to go and undertake this task. So this church here is a product of that mandate. The one standing before you is sent by the undertaker as a bona fide partaker with proofs. And God has brought you here today to partake of the same grace, to partake of the same blessing, to partake of the same virtues and values that is resident in this commission. You are going to take your own today. Many already are beneficiaries. Many more will join you today. You know what Paul said? He said, I am what I am. By what? By the grace of God. So, every appointed place has its own specific grace. There is a might of God that accompanies every appointed place. When God sent Gideon, he said, go in this thy might. Have I not sent you? Every sent messenger of God carries a particular might of God. For instance now, if you are here, you are not permitted to be a victim of oppression. It is an anti-oppression church. It's an anti-poverty church. You are not permitted to be here and be poor. It's an anti-stagnation church. You are not permitted to be here and be going about in circles. This church commission has been 40 years next May. We have never known the better last year. Every year has always been an improvement on the previous. Set your hands here. Every member of this church, everyone under the sound of my voice, whatever this commission enjoys, the same, receive your portion today. Poverty dies in somebody's family here today. Your family shall become the emblem of prosperity. Your family shall be the emblem of oppression-free life. You will become dominion personified from today. So, understand where you are. Understand the uniqueness. That's why you find, that's why you have seen so many testimonies taking place in this church. By reason of the grace, by reason of the might, by reason of the unction of God over the house. And if you are here, I'd like you to know we are not here by accident. I said in the earlier services that people who nobody invited them to church to stand up, we want to see crowd. No human being. That means God brought them. Psalm 65, verse 4. He said, Blessed is he whom I choose and causes to approach. So it's not that we are looking for people. God is the one bringing them. A person may have invited you. But God told them to invite you. And God made you to call. Many others were invited, but they're not here. So, God brought you here to bless you. God brought you here to partake of what is here. And today's covenant of settlement, you are carrying your possession here. Whatever will make life enviable for you, that is lacking. I said today, you are carrying it home. That's why you find the testimonies of the barren becoming joyful mother of children. One of our pastors, the wife, 
Before she got married, they have removed the womb. So there's no natural way of child. But by the God of this commission, by a mantle impartation, got pregnant. Have two children, the Bangboys, Victor Bangboys. And the two children are finished university now. Another person, no womb. And through the word of faith, that Satan must have been the one that stole this your womb through sickness or through vibroid or through whatever method. But every manufacturer has spare parts. So God has spare parts because there's a thief going about. He said the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Satan is a thief. So in case Satan has told you to womb, he said, No, God has your and just simple prayer, no shaking of head, no 70 days of fasting, no going to a prayer house through the simple word of faith. On the spot, the same month, the woman got pregnant. Without womb, we have seen people in this church who were menstruating for nine months, yet the stomach was coming out and the child came forth. In the first service, somebody here carried the pregnancy by reason of satanic activities for two years, three months. But they brought the baby here in the first service. What am I saying? You cannot be here and be barren. You are not permitted to be barren in your career. You are not permitted to be barren in your body. You are not permitted to be barren in your business. And for your sake, nobody is permitted to be barren. Stretch your hands here. I decree supernatural flourishing for you today. So understand what is unique here. And place a demand on that grace. It is your demand that determines supply. Is that the supply of the spirit? Philippians chapter 1, verse 19. The supply of the spirit. And in basic economics, if there is no demand, there's no supply. I said verse 19. The supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ. The spirit that makes things happen. So every time you are coming to church. Or every time you are being harassed outside of church, just tell the devil, I am a member of the living faith church. The living faith is the winning faith. The living faith is the triumphant faith. The living faith is the smiling faith. The living faith is the prospering faith. The living faith is the conquering faith. So remind the devil and tell the devil to get away from your side. So understand where you are coming. You are not coming here for religious entertainment on Sunday morning. No. You are here because God wants your life to be better on a daily basis. For the part of the joss is as a shining light. That shines what? From today, stagnation is over for somebody here. So our members enjoy a strong prophetic covering against all satanic assaults with undeniable proof to show. Just as David experienced in 1 Samuel chapter 19, verse 18 to verse 24, King Saul was pursuing David. And David fled for his life and escaped and came to prophet Samuel and told him what he had done. And David dwelt with Samuel in out, verse 19 and verse 20. And it was told Saul, saying, Behold, David is this place. Saul sent people to go and arrest him. 
And when they saw the company of the prophet prophesying, and some were standing as appointed over them. That's why you must have a prophet. You must have a, a, a leader over your life. Appointed. Appointed over them. And because they were under that company, all the people sent to go and molest and kill David could not. So I said, myself, I'm going to go. As he was coming from afar off. The anointing upon Samuel struck him. He removed his dress. He was stripped naked. He was disarmed. He was put to shame. Set your hands here. By the anointing upon this commission, of which I am a saint partaker of, whatever is pursuing you to hurt you, to embarrass you, to mock you, to derail your destiny, I command them because today. I command them be disarmed here today. Every weapon they are fashioning in the secret to bring you down, to make you cry. I command those weapons neutralized today. Somebody who joined the church in our bad man of church and gave his life to Christ from the old court. And the old court said, well, you left us to go and join Winner's Chapel. We are going to deal with you. We have built a coffin for you. And he knows the meaning. When they build coffin for you in that old court, that means you are a dead man. And the man responded, the God of my father, we fight you. In four days, the chairman of the court fell down, died. Hear what I'm saying? So long as you are here, any force of darkness, any power of witches and wizards attempting your life, I stand as a David. Every lion and bear trying to assault you, I smite them in the name of Jesus. The arrows of God back in this commission cut off their heads right now. Now, while I was in Kenya land, 2001, 2002, by the time I came from South Africa, no, 2011, sorry, 2010, 2011, somebody came and stole a child, they are twins, they pick one of the children from the children's church. I had to go and sell. For over two years, I wasn't there in Kenya land, but I came to be that case. So, the parents of the children were coming. Some bad people, envious people were telling them, go to the press, go and tell them, we not to use your child for ritual. That's why the church is progressing. That's why they are prosperous. Go to the press. They were talking nonsense in the press. God said, keep saying, if God sent me, this child will come back. One year, two years. After two years, four months, the man who took the child, he said, every time he sleep, after the, after the confession, he said, every time he sleep, he will see the people with a sword that go and take that child from where you have stood that child to, otherwise you're going to die. He thought it was a joke. He was smitten with sickness. Afterwards, he went to Enugu, where they have sold the child to, to go and recover the child. They brought the child. The man said, I want to come and confess. I know I will die. The angel told me I'm going to die, so I know I will die. But the child was recovered. A child that's less than eight years old was recovered after two years, four months. Two years what? Life testimonies. Now, stretch your hands here. Every force that has ever taken what belongs to you, that is keeping you in sorrow, keeping you on the same spot, that same angel of this commission, smite them right now. 
Whatever belongs to you, I command them to be restored to you right now. Every, every damaged organ of the body that the enemy has tampered with by reason of one sickness or the other, I command right now a fresh replacement from the stars of heaven. Somebody's heart is replaced from heaven now. Somebody's kidney is replaced from heaven right now. Somebody received fresh brand new eyes from heaven right now. Every defective damaged organ receive your own portion right now. Please get seated. So that's why we see proofs. So this church is a prophetic bunker. It's a, it's a spiritual stronghold. In Isaiah 32 verse 2, he said, a man shall be as an hiding place from the wind. No matter the evil wind blowing, so long as you are in this church with the appointed one over, and you maintain your place, every evil wind of life, it shall be minus you. He said, a man shall be a covert from the tempest. A man as rivers of water in a dry place. From today, you will never know dryness again. Where others are suffering dryness, rivers of water shall be flowing for you. He said, a man shall be as a shadow of a great rock in a weary land. Where others are on sinking sand, you'll be standing strong on the mountaintop. Oh, I thought you were catching me stronger. Amen. That's what is available here. A person entered one of our members' house and saw the calendar of Bishop Edeko. And he belonged to the court and he was responsible for the frustration of that man. He said, this calendar, there's fire coming out of this calendar. I'm talking about real life testimony. He said, fire coming. He couldn't look at it. He turned the calendar. He ran out of the house. Came back to his place in the south. I don't want to mention the name of the place. And they came back. When they got there, he seen the picture of the man, Oyedeko, inside his house. From Lagos to the place in, around there. I won't mention the state. In case you are from there, don't be angry. He said, the man has come. The man has come. Eventually he died. He did what? So understand where you are. You cannot be buffeted. You cannot be tormented. You are not, you are not normal. You are not chicken. That any devil can hit for free. You are not. You see, that I said, nobody comes against this church and goes for free. You can't. You can't. People pay gruesome prices. Because it's not a man's church. It's the church of Jesus Christ. He said, whosoever comes against this stone shall be broken. Whosoever this stone shall come against shall be what? One of our churches in Congo, in the capital there, there was a high-level conspiracy. The attorney general, minister of finance, all manner in the mafia, they took our church property because of envy. How can this church come just now and become the biggest in the land? The Supreme Court, they have taken to court. Court has given judgment. God used one man of God. A, a, God dictated the telephone number of the president of that nation to that man. A bush pastor. Inside the bush, outside the capital. And they said, said call this number. And tell the person that um, some people have taken the church of this person. That if they don't give it, that you president, you will die. 
The president was nearly shivering inside his pocket, inside his pants. <laughs> they had to review the judgment of the Supreme Court. And everyone involved, they pay with their life. We collect our property back. But the said, God is too big to defend himself. He never called anybody. God is too what? God is too big to defend himself. If you are with God, can't go and be running after men. This church is a strange place. While I was in South Africa, okay, that man I shared a testimony in Shiloh. He's an art consultant, a medical doctor in South Africa. He just bought a brand new Mercedes Benz. He was driving to go somewhere. He got to the front of our church in Lisbota, in South Africa, Johannesburg. He got to the front of the church. His car stopped. Developed fault. He couldn't move again. So he was calling mechanic, calling the people that sold the car to him. For one hour, he was sweating. Somebody said, that's a church there. Go there. Nobody invited him. <laughs> he came there. to man said, pastor, I was there that time. He said, what happened? He said, ah, can you imagine? This car is not up to three months. Brand new car. Tia Roba. He said, let's go back there. Before the boy was calling, he came back. After he has registered in church, he went back there. He car started. He became a member of the church. He was not a shared testimony of art problem. He was told not to come to Nigeria for Shiloh. He said, no, God has healed me. A medical doctor with a terrible heart condition was healed supernaturally. The chief justice of South Africa, Justice Thomas, my wife is here, that man travels three hours every morning to come to our church in Johannesburg. How many hours? Those of us who are staying in Johannesburg, the man who come to church before us. It's a strange place. It's a what? He became a judge of the Supreme Court equivalent in South Africa. He was number six on the hierarchy. But when the number one was going, he said, I, am, I want to nominate this particular person as number one. And he got it. It doesn't matter your number. Because you are here, God will make you number one. Your days of being in the valley is over here today. What am I saying? I can go on and on of testimonies of changed life by reason of the grace and the virtues of heaven here. So in case you are here, don't be an admirer of this church. Don't be a visitor in this church. Don't be a student in this church. There are some who are students. They are coming to learn. Revelations. You know this church, we have revelations every Sunday. Their notebook is full. Don't be a student. It's good to write, but don't just be a student. Don't also just be a worker. Workers will be paid off. Strive to be an addicted follower of the practices of God in this place. Be a what? He said, follow me. And I will do what? He said, be you followers of them who through faith and patience have obtained. Follow men. Follow churches. First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 14. He said, we became followers of the churches. In case you can't believe testimonies of individuals, they believe the testimony of the church. He said, for ye brethren, became followers of the churches. Churches that have obtained what you are looking for. He said, such as I have, give I unto you. Nobody can give to you what they don't have. Look at this commission. Look at Bishop Edoko. Everything is working. Health is working. Marriage is working. Finances is working. Children, excellent. Don't you like that one? 
your children will be reigning in your lifetime. Amen. Your children will be occupying thrones while you are alive. Amen. You have children that you have, to, have to pursue before they go to church. Amen. I said your children will get you closer to God. Amen. Hear the testimony of that daughter of Abraham that attended this Bible school. He said, my son, I, I said, I've never seen this type of faith of my children. The word of faith pumped into them. So be a follower. Be a follower. When they say do something, they are not saying it because of what they want from you. They want you to be made. Want you to be what? To be made. Many beggars are, are multi-millionaires in this church. They came wretched, battered, but the story has changed. So don't pray for it. Just follow it. A, a baby elephant does not pray to become a big elephant. A baby elephant will just be observing what the mother elephant is doing and following the same. You'll be eating elephant food. Am I correct? Yes, and in the process of time, the baby elephant will become what? A big elephant. I don't pray to have what Bishop will have. I'll just study what is he doing. Then let me do the same. If you do what you are doing, you will see what you see. The grace to follow. May you receive it here today. Amen. Now somebody is being set to right now. Amen. I said you are being set to right now. Amen. Every unsettled area is over right now. Amen. Every unsettled area I said it's over right now. Amen. I said your family life is settled here today. Amen. Quickly, what is settlement? In 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 10. He said the God of all grace. After you have suffered a while. It will perfect, establish, strengthen, and do what? So, settlement is the end of suffering. When you are settled, you are free from suffering. You are free from struggles. You are free from hardship. What is settlement? Settlement means end of contention, end of wars, end of fighting, end of struggling. Somebody struggling to pay house rent is over today. Amen. Oh, if you are there, shout a stronger amen. amen. Somebody struggling to pay school fees, I say it's over today. Amen. Somebody struggling to eat, the days are over today. Amen. Because when you are settled, what is due to you is given to you. That's settlement. That's settlement. Settlement means there is peace, there is establishment. Settlement means you are not running elter skater. You are settled. You are at rest. You are, not, you are not struggling to make things happen. You are operating in auto frequency. There's a war-free zone in life. There's a realm in life where you are not struggling for anything. You are entering there today. Amen. Welcome to a world of rest. Amen. Welcome to a world of settlement. Amen. Oh, if you are there, shout a stronger amen. amen. What does it take to be settled? Very quickly, let's go through that. Number one, new birth. Say me new birth. Say you must be born again. John 3.3. 3. It's a must. When we say new birth, it means you are being translated from an unsettled realm to a settled realm. When you give your life to Christ, you say all things are passed away and all things have become of God. Colossians chapter 1 verse 13. When you give your life to Christ, you are translated 
from the kingdom of darkness, from the kingdom of unsettlement, from the kingdom of the powers of darkness. He has now translated into the kingdom of his dear son. There's a spiritual translation that took place. You are now in a place where there's no place for the devil. You are now seated in heavenly places. And Satan is on the heart. Satan that goes to and fro is the God of this world. Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4. Satan is what? The God of this world. So long as you are in this world, so long you are not born again, you are only natural. So the God of this world, he runs to and fro. He's an unsettled personality. The king of this world, Satan, principalities and powers, they run to and fro. They don't know the meaning of unsettlement. So anyone under their kingdom can never be settled. So when you give your life to Christ, you change country, you change residence, you change position, you change status. You are now in heaven where there is rest. That's why you say, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. I will do what? So, giving your life to Christ is not religious identification. It's a call to a world of settlement, a world of rest on every side. Number two, very quickly, what does it take to enjoy settlement? Commit to building up your faith. Commit to what? I'm not hearing somebody right now. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 9. He said, there's therefore the minute, a rest to the people of God. A rest to the people of God. And everything God has provided, it takes faith to enjoy it. Verse 9 to verse 12. Say, let us therefore now labor to enter into that rest. Verse 12 now says, for the word of God is quick and powerful. So I mean, when you labor in the word of God, what you come out with is faith. And faith has what it takes to silence every fiery death of the devil. With faith at work, no storm can stay. Mark chapter 4, verse 36 to 39. Jesus said to them, why are, you, why are you afraid? Why is it that you don't have faith? He said, Master, don't you care we perish? He said, no, I don't want you to perish. Understand how to get faith. And faith is not a gift. Faith is what you work at. Say faith comes by hearing and hearing. So hear the word of faith. Go to the place where they preach the word of faith. And when you have that one, every contrary wind, there will be great peace in place of a great storm. And one of the operations of faith is praise. Is what? Romans chapter 4 verse 20. Abraham was strong in faith, giving glory to God. So when you are operating in faith, you'll be giving glory to God. If you are not celebrating God in the midst of your challenges, you are not operating in faith. And if you are not operating in faith, you cannot be settled. Are we together? Abraham was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Praise is what we do to make things happen in our favor. Let me come again. Praise is what we do to do what? That's the way of God. Many people want to praise God when things have happened. That's thanksgiving. When something good has happened, you are thanking. That's thanksgiving. But real praise, things have not happened. But you are engaging in it to make things happen in your favor. That's praise. That's praise. That's praise. 
the grace to praise him, receive it today. Because whatever take away your praises of God will take away your testimony. Whatever take away your praises of God will take away your settlement. Whatever take away your praises of God will bring unsettlement to your life. So, damn the devil. Refuse to give it to sorrow. Refuse to sit at the head of your bed wondering what has happened to you. If you do like that, things will be getting worse. But when things are not working and you are jumping and you are leaping, Satan says, let me leave you alone. Satan will leave you alone. Satan will leave you alone. Because God inhabits the praises of his people. Satan inhabits the sorrow, the weeping, and the depression of people. Number three. What does it take to enjoy settlement? Enter into a covenant to serve God. In case you're in that covenant, renew that covenant. Second Chronicles chapter 15, verse 12 to verse 15. They entered into a covenant to seek God, to serve God. Don't be a member of this church and be a spectator and be warming bench every Sunday. Ask your neighbor, where do you belong to in this church? Ask your neighbor, I'm going to tell you. I authorize you. Ask your neighbor. Answer your neighbor. Thou shalt not lie. Thou shalt not lie. There are people, they come every Sunday. Soul winning, they are not there. Sanctuary, they are not there. Hospitality, they claim busy. Busy for what? Doing what? Busy doing what? If you don't serve God, you are cheating yourself. You are not serving a child. You are not serving a man. He said, if they obey and serve me, they will spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Please, humble yourself. Stop forming busy for God. Tell him, stop forming busy for God. <laughs> Tap your neighbor. Tell him, stop, stop forming busy for God. I don't know what you are doing. Stop me. I don't have time. You don't have time to do what? You have time to eat? You have time to watch football? You have time to go and do a man of things? The God that will help you. You say you don't have time. That will not be you. Now, let me say this also. For those who have been serving, if you check that second Corinthians chapter 15, the verse 19, it said there was no more war. For 20 solid years, it was a crisis free. There was no more war until the 5 and 38 year. For 20 years, war free. But by 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 7 to verse 9, Asa shifted from serving God. He stopped relying on God. He started relying on the king of Israel, Syria. And verse 9, he said, the highest of the Lord run to and fro to show himself strong. That means to settle what belongs to them whose hearts are perfect. But when his heart shifted from serving God, he said, thou hast done foolishly. He said, from henceforth, you will have wars. You will not see war. Amen. What am I saying? You are in service today. Don't let any devil, don't let any agent of the devil push you out of service. Don't let the misconduct of others push you out of blessings. I have seen people who are in one service and they say, I'm not in choir again. I'm going to sanctuary. You are deceiving yourself. I'm not going to Winner's Chapel again. I'm going to Loser's Chapel. So long as it is church. Because the gospel is universal. Winner's Chapel doesn't have a Bible. 
The truth of the gospel is everywhere. If you like, leave Nigeria, go to America. There's no, there's no first world truth. There's no modern truth. Truth is constant in all ages. Truth is constant in every place. So, follow the truth of scriptures. So long as you have human beings in this world, people will offend you. Don't allow the offense of others to take you out of your appointed place. You cannot determine where you worship. Put your hands together for Jesus now. We have to close. As we praise him right now, things will turn in somebody's favor. Very quickly before we get to that realm, we are in this service, you have never given your life to Christ. Jesus is knocking the door of your heart. I want to come in. I want to say to you. I want to change your story. I want to beautify you. I want to decorate you. But you have to open your heart first. Whatever you are, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. God bless you. Today is your day of salvation. God bless you. Because if you are not born again, you will suffer again. If you are not born again, Satan will attack you again. If you are not born again, you will be oppressed again. You want to give your life to Christ? You want Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins? Stand to your feet. God bless you. Inside, outside. God bless you. Keep standing. Keep standing. Keep standing right now. Number two. You gave your life to Christ before. But certain things happen. You withdrew your life. You want to rededicate your life. Also stand to your feet. You are in those two categories. Carry your bags. Carry your Bible and start coming. Come and meet me around this altar. I thought the church is clapping right now. I thought you are giving my Jesus a big shout. Wherever you are, at the gallery, stand to your feet. God bless you. Keep coming, keep coming. Keep coming, keep coming. Many more are standing up right now. Don't be the last person. Don't look right, don't look left. At the gallery, don't look left. Don't look left, don't look right. Start coming. Carry your back, start coming. Start coming, start coming. This is your day of salvation. This is your day of rest. This is your day of settlement. At the overflow, start coming. You are hearing me there. Start coming. It's your day. It's your hour. It's your day. It's your hour. Your suffering must end. Your hardship must end. Your depression must end. Your sickness must end. Today is your day of healing. Today is your day of visitation. If you are coming yourself very quickly, church, be getting ready for the Thanksgiving, children dedication, and all of that. We'll do that under five minutes. We'll be out of here. If you are still coming in yourselves, all of us who are here, your right hand upon your chest. Your right hand upon your chest. See after me right now. Lord Jesus, I'm not hearing you. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Lord Jesus, I believe you died for me and you are roasted the third day. Come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. From today, I will serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Now I know I am born again. Amen. Amen. Now let me pray with you. Father, I ask right now that your blood will avail for them. Write their in the book of life. Keep them to your second coming. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please open your eyes. Your lives will never, ever be the same again. From today, every unsettled area of your life shall be turned to testimonies of settlement. In Jesus' name.